when you're ready. Welcome back to another episode of Important Miscellaneous Talks. I'm your host, Glass of Cross. We are changing the world one podcast at a time. Our wonderful guest, please introduce yourself. Hey there, uh, I'm Danny Damien. I'm a photographer. I make videos. Where does your love of photography come from? Uh, my love of photography? Well, uh, my dad, he got me a little camera, point-and-shoot camera when I was maybe 10, 12. And he, he encouraged me to get into it. And I just love beauty. And I love technology. And I love creativity. So that's like the intersection of all three for me, doing photography. The technology, the creativity, the beauty. So that's why I love it. Where did you, uh, I mean, what age did you start photography? I started playing around with it really young. I played around with all these creative endeavors when I was really young, tried movie editing a little bit and photography and music and writing, just really creative uh, kid. So I, I don't know, it kind of blends together. 10, 11, 12, somewhere around then. Uh, and then in high school, that's when Facebook became a thing. When I was a freshman in high school and everybody wanted profile pictures. So people were calling me up, hey, Danny, we know you have a nice camera. You take pictures, come take pictures of us. So that was uh, that was my ticket in to get a lot of practice with people who weren't even my friends, just people uh, at the school, cute girls. Hey, Danny, come take pictures of me. Oh, sure. you know. You twist my arm, I'll, I'll be there. So that's kind of how it started. Twist my arm. Yeah. Uh, oh, how old are you? How old do you think I am? 30? Mm, 27. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> my, my bad for giving you excess. No, it's fine. Most people say, like, I'm 12. So I'll take 30. <laughs> so what, what year was your first year of high school? My first year of high school, that must have been 2009. Yeah, 2009. Is it right about the same time as us? Yeah. Mm -hmm. what, do you, what do you think is the best way for someone to get started in photography? Well, it all depends on what you want. If you want to do weddings, you want to do landscapes, you want to do wildlife. Um, it's all about what you want. There is no best way. But if I were to just give a blanket foundation, I would say uh, there's this concept I learned called the exposure triangle, which has to do with uh, the three main settings of the camera. And you'd be surprised, like everybody has a camera, but almost nobody knows the three basic settings to manipulate light in general. It works for your your phone, any type of camera goes by these three uh, laws or settings, whatever you want to call them. Uh, so I would definitely start there. What, what are those three laws? Yeah, so the three, uh, there are three parameters. One is shutter speed, and that's how fast the camera opens and closes to let in light. And the second is aperture, and that's how wide, not the camera, but the lens of the camera is open and the, the wider it is, it gives a dreamier, dreamier and dreamer, dreamier effect. Um, people s describe it as like a fuzzy background, like a blurred out background where only the person in the photo is in focus, like maybe just their face is in focus and everything else is out of focus. It gives this uh, 
real dreamy, almost like an oil painting vibe. Mm. And the the third one is called ISO. Um, that one's a little bit more difficult to explain. It comes from the old film days. Uh, basically, it's uh, you can brighten or you can darken the picture in general by lowering or increasing um, the ISO. But the more you increase it, the lower the quality of the photo is, the more pixelated it is. So mm -hmm. the key word, if I were to communicate anything, this is what I tell my students, the number one thing in photography, the number one thing is the word sacrifice, trade-off. There's always a trade-off for anything you do. You want to bump up the ISO? Oh, well, then the picture quality is going to be worse. You want a uh, faster shutter speed? Oh, well, now the picture is going to be darker. Um, every setting affects something else in this push and pull. So uh, that's my number one takeaway. What are your thoughts uh, on, is this something that I hear often, but mostly from freelance photographers that, you know, photography is something you have to have a passion for because it's not as lucrative that is correct it's definitely definitely not unless you do something like product photography that may be the most lucrative uh pursuit in photography i don't find it very interesting myself i like people and portraits yeah that doesn't make a lot of money unless you're doing weddings and weddings those are it's so stressful and uh, I don't really like doing them. Uh, I have done them before. It's just a lot of pressure and uh, it's something you specialize in because it's so difficult. Got you. So I, I have a camera myself and then sometimes I go to events and they say that I'm a photographer and I say, no, I'm just a guy who pushes a button. So yeah. what, what's what separates you from someone who just pushes a button? Yeah, I would say the thing that separates is understanding mm. and just the raw hours of practice. So there's an understanding, like an explicit understanding of, I can tell you guys, shutter speed, ISO, aperture. Oh, and when the mm. light hits this way, you diffuse the light so it's softer. You know, I could tell you all those things. But then there's the understanding that's more like in your body, that's more intuitive. The uh, muscle memory, you could call it. Mm -hmm. uh, your intuition of when to take the photo or how to put somebody at ease. Like, that's probably the number one thing is because people, some people just hate looking at themselves so much. Whenever I'm on camera or I hear my own voice, I'm like, oh my God. Uh, so when somebody's on camera, making them feel like they're not on camera, that's a skill that is yeah. uh, really valuable and rare. How do you do that or how do you teach that? Yeah, one, I would just say just raw hours of practice of being with with a camera, taking pictures of people. Um, but there are also little tricks I picked up. Like I'll give somebody specific direction. Like, oh, look over there. And look back. And the second they look back, they're waiting for the next direction. Um, 
So they don't have time to be self-conscious. Like, I'm like, oh, put your chin up a little bit. Do this, do that. And that kind of gets them out of their head for a second. They can, in their head, they're like, oh my God, I hate myself. Oh my God, I look probably look terrible, blah, 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 blah. And so I'll do something to just distract them for a second. Or I'll just stop taking photos and just talk to them for a bit and ask them like how they're doing. Uh, just try to connect with them a little bit more and communicate you know, sub-communicate, body language, everything that I'm on your side. I'm here to bring out the best side of you. And I see beauty in you and I can bring it out. What are some of the downsides of the photography lane? Ooh, well, yeah, it's not very stable income. Uh, now it's... I mean, I tried to start a photography business in New Orleans the standard way. I had some people make uh, Facebook ads for me and you know, advertise and I'm networking and I'm schmoozing and I'm going here over there, making business cards, handing them out, trying to impress people, doing stuff for free, building up that portfolio. Complete waste of money. Complete, mm -hmm. complete sink. That doesn't... You have to be so well connected. Your networking has to be on a whole other level, whole other level. It takes years. You got to be a part of the community. Mm. Um, but oh. nowadays with TikTok and Instagram, you can be like me. You can you can be more introverted and uh, you can do it. It's easier than ever now. So cool. Who are photographers that you look to up to and inspire or aspire to be? Yeah, I was, there are a few that I look to, but most of all, my whole life, I've been way more obsessed with filmmakers, like film directors and writers, storytellers. Those are the people that I'm really, really, into there isn't one photographer that i'm that i'm like idolizing or or always thought like oh i want to be like them to me it was always like oh man stanley kubrick um uh quentin tarantino paul thomas anderson uh, yeah these great film directors yeah. were the ones that inspired me the most weirdly enough do you see yourself going into that route though uh, I have done, well, I did photography in high school and then I quit. I just did filmmaking. I got into short films and uh, I worked for this local PBS station in my hometown on this TV show. Uh, and they made documentary segments and I worked with them. I got so much experience doing that. And that's when I learned I didn't really want to be a movie director because I see what you have to deal with every day, the conflict, the interpersonal drama, the the schedule. I mean, you're like a leader of an army and I don't wanna be that. I don't like conflict. Um, I'm a people pleaser. I like to be on good terms with everybody. To be a film director from what I saw, just my subjective experience, I didn't wanna do that because you have to be so tough. You have to be so resistant to stress. It is so stressful. Mm. Um, so I decided 
ah, I really like making movies and stuff, but man, dealing with the whole crew and all the problems, all the logistical, damn. But now I can make short films, my photography videos. I don't really approach them as social media clips. I more approach them as, uh, well, this is a short film, edit it in Adobe Premiere with the music and level the sound, all that. Uh, it's no different from what I was doing at PBS in a way, if that makes sense. Mm. What would, Good. would you say like PBS like basically prepared you for, for where you are now? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And I thought it's weird because you think when, especially when I was younger, I wanted a pretty clear identity of I'm going to grow up. I'm going to be a writer. I'm going to grow up. I'm going to be a film director. Oh, no, no. I'm going to grow up. I'm going to be a photographer. And then I would try things and I'd get burned out on them. Eventually I'd be like, damn, I feel like such a failure because I tried filmmaking and it just wasn't working out for me. I had no success, yada, yada, yada. But now I see that all of that was so valuable because what I'm doing now combines so many things from before that I thought I would, I failed at because I didn't become successful at it. But now the thing that made me successful comparatively was like a combination of all my interests together there's a few that few main interests that don't fit in but most of them uh are in this one endeavor so that's i could never have predicted that Ooh. it's like two, it's like killing two birds with one stone in a way exactly how much would you say the average photo shoot costs just like a regular generic one yeah i looked up uh, when I was starting the business, I emailed all these photographers in New Orleans that were professionals, and I asked them, hey, how much do you charge? Can you tell me a little info, blah, blah, blah? None of them responded. <laughs> so I just pretended to be a client. Hey, I want to book a photo shoot. My name is da-da-da-da-da. And then they told me all the details. It'll cost this much, da-da-da-da-da, blah, blah, blah. Basically, the standard rate was about $400. For, for how long? For like an hour photo shoot and maybe 20 or less real polished photos they give you that are edited somewhere around there. Got you. What would you say is the biggest tip for someone wanting to improve their, their photography? Mm. Uh, I would focus on just one element you want to improve on. And there are so many different elements. There's lighting. I just want to get better at lighting. And if you just get better at one element, everything gets better. All your photos get better. It's like all the ships rise, uh, you know, when the water rises. So you could just focus on lighting. You could just focus on posing. You could just focus on uses of color. You could just focus on... Um, just trying a whole different format, like trying film instead of uh, digital. Mm. But I would mostly say just raw, just raw hours of practice, looking stuff up on YouTube. And sometimes if you want, focus on just one element 
uh, you want to improve and then everything will become easier. Where, where's somewhere that you really want to take a photo of and someone who you really want to take a photo of? Ah, Kira Knightley, Natalie Portman, Scarlett Johansson. I mean, come on, the list goes on. I'll, we'd be here all day. Uh, I really want to go to Europe. I've never been to Europe. I did study abroad in Japan in Kyoto for a summer a while ago. Uh, I want to go back there and do some videos in Japan, in Tokyo. That would be amazing. But I want to go to Germany, Paris. Uh, I got to make a lot of money before then, though. It's going to be a while. How, how important do you think it is for a photographer to have their own photographer? Photographer to have their own photographer. Well, I don't have one. Uh, so. Are you a camera shot? That would be so ironic. Honestly, when I was a teenager, I liked being in front of the camera and I wanted to be, and I was acting in like theater stuff and um, plays performances i was on the speech team all four years but now i don't really like to be on camera very much i mm. i don't know it, it the the switch got flipped when i was a teenager i thought i was really cool then i got older life happened i was like oh wow i don't i don't think i'm as cool as i thought i was Oh, so. come on, Danny. <laughs> Give yourself some credit. Jeez. But come yeah, on. I'm a little shy these days. More reserved, for sure. Got you. Wow. So where would you say you want to take your photography career? Yeah, I'd like to have something a little bit more secure, a little bit more stable, because I caught a wave. There was a trend going on. I saw on TikTok, the street photography videos did amazing. A million views, a million likes. Wow. But when I saw them, uh, the first one I saw, I thought, wow, this has so many views, so many likes. But this video is just okay. Mm. I think I could do uh, occasionally... Once I get good enough, I think I could do something really good. I think I could do something. Um, I think I could really take this seriously in a way that nobody else is doing it. Mm. So why did you get on? So is that the reason why you got on TikTok in the first place? Because you saw videos that you felt like you could do a better job of? Well, the number one motivator was desperation for money because I was going to school and it wasn't working out. I was not happy with the major I chose. And I had chosen four majors before that. I had done uh, film, dropped out. Theater, dropped out. Communications, dropped out. English, dropped out. And psychology. And then finally, dropped out. And started the photography business because I realized I was miserable and I was barking up the wrong tree. I needed to do something creative. I needed to be my own boss. But how? And then I saw I got introduced to TikTok and I was scrolling through there. And I saw people could make a following. They could build a following. 
they could make a living and it wasn't a big production it could be done by one person mm. and that was very very attractive to me because then it was the best of both worlds of oh i could do filmmaking but i don't have to experience the stress of directing a huge crew and being on a schedule and i can do photography and i i can um and i can meet new people and i can really get myself out of my comfort zone by you know going up to people getting rejected i'm into that kind of thing i think that's cool uh, i saw this ted talk called rejection therapy and um, i thought it was amazing and uh, i love that idea of desensitizing yourself uh, to rejection but anyway yeah that's why i got into it is desperation did, did you did you end up graduating college I did not. I still want to. Uh, I think I'll go back for English. That was definitely my strongest subject that I had the most interest in. Uh, and then later in life, I would like to get, I'd like to get my master's degree in English and then go and study to be a psychotherapist in Jungian psychology because uh, that's been extremely helpful to me personally in my life. Mm. But I'd like to do that when I'm like an old man got you got you so where where again did you say you want to take your career oh uh, yeah something um more stable because i feel like i caught a wave and i fear that the wave will crash at some point and then i have nothing uh, so i'm trying to become really skilled really establish myself so if uh, something happens to tiktok or the you know, media changes where the, the mm -hmm. attention goes, changes. So right now, it's definitely on TikTok. That I can transfer, that I can, uh, yeah, that I can adapt to the way things change. Because um, right now, it feels like a tightrope. Like I, I could all be gone tomorrow mm -hmm. in my head. That's true. How long do you, do you think it took you to see something a bit more substantial from when you first started your photography journey or well, when you first started taking photography seriously, how long did it really take you to kind of see the fruits of your labor? Mm. I would say I enjoyed it and was and liked the photos that I took almost immediately. I thought I thought it was fun. I thought I had an artistic eye. I loved being able to edit the photos and play with them. I just had so much fun with it, just taking photos of my friends. Um, it wasn't like other endeavors, for example, playing a musical instrument. For me, it's not the most fun thing to do unless I can play it really, really well. If I can play piano really well, then it's fun. But starting out, it's no fun because I'm just like rote memorization and just trying to learn. I suck. But with photography, from the get go, I was like, oh, this is fun. I wasn't thinking like, oh, I'm good or like, oh, I suck. I was like, this is fun. I think this is cool. So that's a good sign uh, that, you know, you'll uh, you'll stick with something, I, I suppose. Mm -hmm. Yeah, got you got you. so but. How long from when you started did it take you to have something kind of going like when it was basically like 
more stability in, in the profit. Oh, when it became a sustainable business? Yes, from when you first started taking photography seriously. Ah. Uh, well, <laughs> only in like the last few months. Oh, wow. I started taking it seriously. It was the end of December of last year. So this was eight. It was about nine months ago now. That's when I was like, I can't go back to school. I hate this. I have to do something creative. I better take, I'm going to take photography as seriously as I would take medical school. It's going to be do or die. This is my last. I'm, I'm getting too old. Uh, got to figure it out. I, this has got to work or else I don't know what to do. How'd you put yourself in that, in that mind frame? of like this photography thing is like, if it don't take off, then I'm gonna be homeless. How'd you put yourself in the mind frame? For real. <laughs> um, here, let me refresh my video for a second. There we go. Uh, oof, how did I put myself in that mind frame? I couldn't get out of that mind frame. It was like every day I'm, I was thinking, my life is going nowhere. Uh, I've for the last since I was 23 so that's four years ago when I was 23 I said I'm going to be a clinical psychologist that's how I will redeem myself in the eyes of myself and uh, everyone else uh, and <clears throat> so I did that for yeah four years pursued that as seriously as uh, I possibly could and then came to the terrifying realization that I wasn't going to be able to do it because I choose not to. I saw what I would, I saw what I would show up to every day. And I knew I couldn't maintain that. Mm. Got you. So my final question is what was your most memorable photo shoot that you've done? Ooh, well, <clears throat> my most popular video may be one of the most uh, memorable photo shoots I've done, which was in Chicago. There was this girl. She's all in white. There's the bean statue in in Chicago. She licks it. Oh, it was a it was a laugh riot. I remember. I think I think that's the one. Yeah, I I saw and then I DM'd you from. Oh hell yeah! And then um the the last one I did with this model who was the most skilled model I've ever worked with in my whole life. She just made, she just makes you look amazing. She makes you look like you're a great photographer, even if you're not, it, she's that level of amazing. It's not because she's, it's not just because she's beautiful. She just knows how to, she, she's mm -hmm. a genius at whatever she does. I don't even understand what she does, but she's great at it. And I'm releasing that video uh, that I did with her and those photos today, actually, right after this interview, I'm going to upload that. So that'll be fun. Got you. Has, uh, you being in this career brought you a plethora of women? What's that? Have you in this career brought you a plethora of women? A plethora of women. Mm, not dating wise. What to sleep with? 
Nope. <laughs> He's talking about clients. Oh, oh. No, no, no. Oh. no I'm, 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 I'm assuming that's what you're referring to, right, Danny? Um. So, uh, it has not brought me a plethora of women in either a personal or a professional sense. It's on oh, 99% is me reaching out to people. And I guess um, now the models that I talk to, they're more likely to say yes uh, because my account has more attention. Um, so that's fun. But dating wise, no, unfortunately not. Absolutely. Just give it time, Danny. I'm sure you'll think of something. You creatives, man. You got. Are you left-handed, by the way? I'm right-handed. Ah, I just asked because I hear left-handed people more creative. Oh, they are. Well then, thank you so much for taking the time out to speak to me. I hope you enjoy the rest of your day, Mr. Damien. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure.